What's going on, FN Nation? John Penman here with James Grandi. Welcome into the MLB DFS Opening Day Podcast here. That's right, James. The Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast is back. Of course, you and I have been crushing the NBA DFS scene here all season long, but we are multi-sport athletes, as our good friend Justin Fenserman likes to say. <laughs> uh, so we are covering the MLB Opening Day slate here. Howard Bender, Already has our new look playbook out on site. Got to go check that out. Got to be a member uh, of the all pro MLB package, all pro fantasy arm package. Never mind that. You get access to all uh, of our DFS content throughout the year. Uh, James, we got an opening day slate. We obviously know when it comes to opening day, we're kind of going off of, you know, things that happened last season. Uh, some team guys on new teams also, uh, have to be taken into, uh, consideration here as well. Uh, and with opening days, we saw last year, some of these guys were on pitch counts. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the pitching, uh, lineups are built when it comes to your DFS lineups. Cause we do have all of pretty much everybody's number one pitcher, uh, on the slate today. Yeah, uh, happy baseball season, John. Um, it's your pick, and um, it's my it's my turn to uh, it's 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 an interesting shift going from NBA to MLB every year, you know, because mm-hmm. we're still entrenched in NBA, uh, but we're we're shifting focus, and um, it's going to be a good day. Uh, it's Patrick Corbin Day, John. So happy Patrick Corbin Day. Well, that day is to the you. plus. Uh, some teams are so bad that their opening day starters <laughs> are Zach Grinky, Mitch Keller, Patrick Corbin. Uh, so we do get to at least focus in on a few favorable matchups. That's for sure. Uh, that's where the chalk will be. Uh, obviously, here, James. I am sure that the highest implied run totals. Uh, you're looking at Atlanta most likely today. Uh, you know, the, the Yankees are generally finding themselves, uh, at home here. Uh, they're going up against San Francisco and Logan Webb. We talked a lot about Logan Webb's road struggles, uh, last season. So, you know, there, there's certainly a lot to pick on this bone. Uh, listen, there's 11 games on today's slate. There are a lot of players to talk about. We're not going to talk about every single player. Uh, we definitely encourage you to go check out the DFS content we have on site, our tools, our projections, our lineup generator, all of that is available to help you guys take down and dominate, uh, your leagues here this season. So, uh, James, with that said here, uh, no real weather concerns that I saw, uh, obviously just some wind, but you know, not looking at a lot of rain. East coast is cold. It's going to be 39 degrees in Boston today. Uh, so that's something Next. you got to also kind of take into consideration here. Um, but let's just jump into it. Uh, we'll get through this one here. The top pitchers, we, we see them all, right? It's, it's, it's DeGrom, it's Scherzer, you know, the, the cream of the crop. If you have to pick one, one top price pitcher today, uh, which guy are you looking to sort of build your lineups around? Um, first off, uh, opening day never changes, uh, with the soft pricing. You could fit two yep. of them realistically, right? You could, you could probably play two of them just considering, um, there's no 10 K plus pitcher. And we know that's going to change drastically. If this is your first time playing MLB DFS, uh, don't get used to this soft pricing, uh, because things are going to change very fast. Uh, if I were to pick one, um, it's very hard to ignore Max Scherzer against Miami. I know it's on the road, um, but I don't love the upgrades to Miami's offense. Hard to ignore Garrett Cole. I really like Corbin Burns today in Chicago. Okay. Um, do we have wind? We have. Let's see. Uh, 
bumped down to bats, according to Roto Grinders Kevin Roth's injury the, report. The goated, um, the goated injury man. The there? goat, yeah, the goat, the goat weatherman uh, in MLB DFS. I mean, any uh, temps in the forties, as you mentioned. Um, we know what Corbin Burns is. Uh, the Cubs obviously look completely different. Yes, Danzy Swanson is somewhat of, of an upgrade, but. Uh, I think Corbin Burns and his strikeout upside, 243 strikeouts in 202 innings last year, um, dominated the Cubs last year, held them to a sub 2-4 ERA in three starts. Uh, I'll go Corbin Burns as my top spend. Yeah, I I think when you're spending up here, I I don't mind that there either, uh, Burns. Uh, you know, he had, he had like a little bit of like a slow felt like uh start at times last season, but we know the elite strikeouts are there. Um, you know, the, the most notable name on that list, obviously you have Jacob deGrom changing teams this year. He goes from the Mets, right. he goes to the Rangers. We're assuming there'll be some limitations on Jacob deGrom to start the year. Um, you know, we, we dealt with that last year. Lost some of these starters didn't go more than like 80 pitches to, to in game one. And we were kind of pulling our hair out. Uh, when it came to that, but we're never going to not like tell you that Jacob DeGrom's a bad play. There's just uh, some risk associated with it. When it comes to like a point per dollar best pitcher on the slate, my eyes immediately went to Shane McClanahan at $7,700 going up yeah. against Detroit. Like yeah. that yes. was like a, an automatic plug and play for me when I, when I had, went ahead and saw him um, kind of in that spot. And I was like, what are we, what are we talking about here with McClanahan? Like the strikeout numbers we know are elite. Um, you know, and he's on a team that should win this game. You know, if you look at Vegas odds here, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on McClanahan against Detroit at $7,700. That was, that was like almost the first guy I put into my lineup. Um, yeah, it's, it's very high. I mean, this is a, a 10 K pitcher, a guy that was pretty much the Cy Young until, um, the end of the year where he really fell off kind of, uh, but he was in large part, people considered him to win the Cy Young for most mm-hmm. of the year. Um, so, yeah, I think this stands out. Um, Detroit has some guys that probably, you know, potentially bouncing back here um, after bad years. Like, they get Austin Meadows back this year. Um, Javi Baez coming off a really bad year. But, um, yeah, I think McClanahan per dollar is possibly the best pitcher of, of, the, uh, of today's slate. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm like finding myself uh, gravitating towards here. Um, if we're looking down for uh, a couple other mid-tier guys, um, you know, th- we know Kansas City's got a lot of young talent. Uh, we're looking at Pablo Lopez going from Camp Miami to Minnesota, uh, obviously in a new home for him uh, that we you know we saw him sort of perform in. Uh, and we got to see exactly if some of that will translate. But he was a pretty strong pitcher for us. Uh, last season you know he's in that mid-tier range uh, as well Hunter Green has a ridiculous strikeout upside maybe maybe yeah. one of the higher if not the highest strikeout potential on the slate would you argue I mean like there's obviously guys like DeGrom Scherzer in there but from like a strikeout perspective Hunter Green's like right up there with those guys when his stuff is working don't you agree yeah I mean I would say like if you exclude those guys he probably has the highest ceiling in terms of strikeouts sure. Um, for sure in the mid-tier we'll say right like yeah of the mid-tier guys because like we've seen Degrom pitch six innings mm-hmm. and throw 75 pitches in those six innings because he's so he just throws nothing but strikes right, right? it's just like he's a machine um and strike out nine guys in those six innings so like 
Yeah, I mean, I think Hunter Green of this tier is as good as it gets. I mean, look, dude, the, the Pirates had a hype video for... They had a hype video for Vince Velasquez. Right. Um, if, if you wanted to know where the where the Pirates stand this year. So, yeah, I, I, Hunter Green has a lot of hype coming into him this year, and it's largely due to the strikeouts. Yep. Yep, I'm with you there 100%. Uh, is there any value pitcher that you would take a peek at today? Mitch Keller isn't terrible, but like I also am pretty invested this year in the Reds offense. And and I think they have some interesting pieces and mainly because it's like all late round value. Not mm-hmm. that I think they're like the best plays ever, but it is late round value probably there, but under Hunter green, like I don't think we need to, I mean, you're talking about Mikolas facing the blue Jays. Right. No, thanks. Uh, Erod, Erod's not terrible. Yeah, Tampa Bay's lineup once again isn't like anything special to write home about. So, um, but generally they have guys that do hit lefties pretty well. So, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean last year. So last year against lefties in terms of OPS, I know like last year, this year, Tampa as a Bay team, was, probably not great. But I feel like a Rosarena probably hit lefties pretty well last year. Like they had, they were down. they were seventeenth in OPS okay. last year. Middle of the they didn't really they didn't really strike out all that much like it's fine but again i i just don't think we need to given the pricing today right like we you don't it doesn't need to be forced like we'll have to dive in more like on slates moving forward because we're not going to have this type of pricing right all right catcher here again we're dealing with uh every uh, now uh, we just talked about every elite pitcher pretty much on the slate so well, that means all these hitters are also facing that that top end pitching. So uh, it has sort of been a rule of thumb for us. We don't like spending up for for catching. Um, I would much rather just completely punt the position away and go play like Reese McGuire or whoever's you know starting for for Boston today, basically. Um, you know, but if you are looking in this top range, I mean, do you have an interest in a real Muto versus the Crumb, Salvi Perez versus Lopez? Adley Rutschman, who many people think are going to have a breakout season this year. He's got Corey Kluber here. Um, I mean, I don't know. Does anything here in this top tier stick out to you? Or do you just want to go into that, like, Tyler Stevenson at $3,900? Kirk is there. Uh, You have uh, Contreras for Stroman. Like, there's a lot of guys in that mid-tier range that I think you'll see. Sean Murphy at $3,400? Like, that's that's the chalk, right? Yeah. Not – I don't – I think other than taking a shot on Rutschman in tournaments – uh, I don't think we need to go anywhere. I think what you just said is where we should live. Um, okay. One of the brave catchers. I mean, we have Travis Darno hitting eighth at thirty five hundred, and we have Sean Murphy hitting fifth at thirty four hundred. Like both of those guys in the lineup in an ideal spot against um, someone that we have picked on for a long time. So um, I would honestly just prefer to settle into the Braves backstops yeah and i know it's like super chalk and it's kind of just like a cop-out but like you know if you find me something else sure i don't see anything else i don't think it's so this is the thing like we talk about all the time it's okay to play chalk sometimes right catcher yep. play the chalk why get different with your catcher position unless there's like a, a pure min price like trevino starting for the yankees there right it's 24 right. hours you know right it's not the it's not the lefty matchup that we generally played him in but i mean like if you just wanted a full-on punt you got a guy in a good, good, um, at least a good lineup, you know, that you can sort yep. of like deal with there. But, um, 
you know, for the for the most part here, I'm with you. Let's let's just kind of sit in that spot. Like, don't get stupid with it. Sean Murphy versus Patrick Corbin will be forty percent rostered today at thirty four hundred dollars. Yep. Just play them, right? Just yep. just put them in your lineup. All right, first base then. We're getting a little uh, a little more interesting potentially here. Uh, you know, you're not going to really play Al- Alonzo versus Alcantara, Goldschmidt versus Manoa, you know, but Vladdy versus Mikolos potentially um, is a spot you could take a look at here. Uh, Rizzo versus Webb, maybe a spot uh, that you can take. You got CJ Crone versus a lefty. Uh, we know yep. Blake Snell, strikeout guy, also can give up some home runs. You know, Matt Olson is a lefty. You know, he was okay against lefties last year. but Yes, he was. You know, so you could certainly throw him in there and maybe people will be they're shying away from the lefty lefty spot. Maybe there's a little contrarianness to that play, but you know, key in on these first basemen. You know, which ones do you find yourself uh, targeting for your lineups today? We know more than ever. Um, you know, you and I do the NBA DFS podcast all the time. You game stack sort of NBA NBA games. Um, you know, and MLB, you're you're stacking lineups here. You're stacking you know guys that kind of run next to one another uh, and see what you can kind of get out of it there. Yeah, we are definitely uh, stacking lineups, um, and that's why I think Matt Olson 42 would probably be my top first baseman. I get it. Lefty, lefty. Um, Olsen last year against lefties, um, 180 ISO, 330 Woba. So, like, yeah. really pretty good numbers. Um, would like it slightly better. Uh, Logan Webb is someone that I think could be taken advantage of here. Anthony Rizzo, we know – how much he loved the short porch in Yankee stadium last year, 20 of his 34 home runs came at home. Um, so I like Rizzo quite a bit against Logan Webb. Um, Yankees will be popular today. Yankees will be popular for sure. Um, and uh, those are probably, I mean, you can, again, DJ LeMahieu is first base, second base eligible. Uh, Rowdy Telez is a cheap home run waiting to happen. Um, I, I I've told you, I, I love Will Myers coming into this year. I have yeah. him in a lot of seasons in season long teams. He's going to hit in the middle of this Reds order. $3,700, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Keller, you know, Mitch Keller, I think we all know he has like, there is some upside, but like he hasn't really put it all together. I know he finished the season strong last year. He finished sub, sub four ERA, which was pretty impressive. Um, so I don't know, like, Slightly tough matchup considering it's in in Cincinnati. So yeah, yeah. those are some of the the first baseman I'm keying on. Yeah, I'll throw I'll just throw Tristan Cassis out there. He's twenty nine hundred dollars. Yeah. He's gonna hit in the in the top upper part, I believe, of that Red Sox lineup, or at least somewhere in, in the middle of that Red Sox lineup. There, you know, probably sixth. I think I saw our projected lineup have him. Um, young kid had a really good walk to strikeout ratio last year. Didn't have a good average, but like got snake bitten a lot. Um, a lot of power potential in his bat. He's got Kyle Gibson today, so. Uh, if you want to go with Cast as a punt play, he's definitely that like cheap home run guy uh, that yep. you'll probably find uh, on today's slate there uh, as well. Let's shoot on over to the second base position here. Um, again, you have, you have Simeon there at the very top. We know he's got power and speed potential there, um, but we kind of continue to talk. You know, during seasonal, you know, we like Jonathan India uh, as a bounce back candidate. He's home. You think he's worth the forty nine hundred dollar price tag though? Mm, I'm expecting a bounce back, so possibly. I know he was better against lefties uh, two years ago. Last year, he just really wasn't good against many pitchers. Um, yeah, I, I, probably not. Um, 
There's a little BVP here. India hit 245 against righties last year. I'll probably pass. I'll probably pass uh, at this time. I'll okay. probably pass. Uh, Mid tier range then. Uh, not to beat up again on, on Logan Webb, but you know, Gliber's uh, obviously there in the middle of the lineup at $4,300. Uh, we're going to probably have some potential interest there. Uh, but Ozzy Albies is just the free square of the day once again. He, we, we talk yep. about it forever. The man has made a career of just smashing left-handed pitching. He sure has. Yep. Um, and he's only $3,900. I mean, I, I don't know how you get away from not playing him. Um, you know, LeMayu has first base, second base eligibility. He's leading off for the Yankees today. Um, but Albies is just going to be another guy. So many people are playing uh, Atlanta where we say it's like with baseball, generally your lineups are like a main stack lineup and then like maybe a partial stack of two lineups or two full lineup stacks. Like make sure one of your exposure stacks is to Atlanta today. Atlanta, and then just yep. get different. Like we've been talking play Cincinnati you know, play Boston, play Yankees or something like that and get a little different um, because there's just going to be just so much exposure to that group there. I agree. Um, and I would just throw Nick Gordon in as at the value tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to even, even to, you want to get even more Braves, Orlando Arcia is second base eligible. He's starting at, he's starting today uh, batting ninth. Yeah. So I like Nick Gordon. Um, Nick Gordon's a good call. Um, yep. Got some power speed there as well. Um, hitting sixth in that lineup again just kind of speaks to what Minnesota's got going on there. Uh, not a ton of like home run power in that lineup, but just guys that like get on base and move the ball. So John, he's seven. I, I know BVP is what it is. Yeah. Like we're not gonna look especially too for Nick much Gordon, into it. Who's had a cup of coffee he's, in the MLB, but he's seven for eleven with a home run off Zach Greinke. I like it. Two eight. Great call. 289, 289 average, 341 Woba last year against right-handed pitching, too. I, I, I'm in. I'm in. All right, third base then. Uh, where last year, remember the difficulty we had last year of, like, figuring out the third base position and, like, where we wanted to go? Um, you know, with, the, with just the Not top. today. Uh, not not <laughs> today. T- tell me where you're locking in. Austin Riley. Austin Riley. Back to that, the Braves. Back man. to the Braves. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually like Machado. I actually like Machado quite a bit as yeah. a pivot off, but, like, it's really hard to not like look at Austin Riley and be like, yeah, yeah. that man versus left-handed pitching was just a, a, an absolute robot. Uh, I, I agree with you. Big, big spot for Riley at 4,600. If you're a Gunnar Henderson believer, listen, I don't know what Corey Kluber has. I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's anything left there for Corey Kluber. Yeah. Gunnar Henderson at 4k is an exciting prospect, has some power, has speed, you know, this could be a spot where we're looking, you know, by next next Thursday and he's 5K because the way DraftKings just is right. ridiculous with spiking these MLB players pricing. Um, Gunnar Henderson at, at, at 4K to me is a pretty decent, I think, uh, stab there. Yeah, I mean, he hit 290 against um, Brady's la- last year. Kluber allowed lefties to bat 279, 750 OPS, 320 Woba. So he was definitely slightly worse against left-handed bats. Um, and we know... I mean, the first four, four of the first five batters he faces in this Orioles lineup is likely going to be the lefty. So, right. um, I do like Gunnar Henderson a bit, not just on the year, but today specifically. And and you know what? Like the fact that we don't know what Kluber has makes me want to even like maybe invest in the lefty stack of the Orioles today. Sure, like that could be a potential stack um, as well. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't hate that. Um, hate that at all. So. I think that's something worth uh, taking a peek at there. Any other value third baseman um, on the board for you here? 
Um, Isaac Paredes, I don't hate. We saw him mash lefties last year. 360 Woba against left-handed pitching. Last season, seven home runs in 91 at-bats. Like, he mm-hmm. has pop. He's hitting in the middle of their order um, today. And look, I don't want to play Heimer Candelario, but he's, <laughs> but he's hitting third. And he is another guy that has been notoriously better against lefties. Yep. It's just like... You're not stacking against Max Fried because Max Fried has never been a guy you've been able to stack against. Right. Um, but as a one-off, like, he's hitting third. Yeah. You know? Like, he, it's a pretty good value. And he's 2,700. It doesn't take a lot for him to, like, find a way onto a... Right. A double run, a double RBI and a run, he's, like, smashing his value. Yep. 100% there. All right. Shortstop position here. Uh, Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor, your top two price guys. Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, we mentioned... Um, but Bobby Witt was probably one of the more polarizing picks in seasonal this year. Uh, he's 5,200. He gets Lopez here. A lot of power, speed, potential. Uh, Vegas had him as one of the uh, potential guys to lead the league in stolen bases this year. Um, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts there on, uh, on our guy? Um, I mean, I, I have, I hold Pablo Lopez in high regard, but like Bobby Witt was better, was pretty good against right-handed pitching last year. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem getting there. Plus, I don't love. I mean, I like Correa, but like obviously, Correa is like a big question mark heading yeah. into the year. So, um, I mean, listen, he failed like nine physicals, but he did play during yeah, the preseason, sure. like all that stuff. So, like, he is you know, he healthy, healthy. So, Ish. like, we'll see. Um, it's you know, Correa. I like of the top tier, it's Correa and Wit for me. Just Wit's given Wit's upside. Yep. Um, and obviously, you know, O'Neill Cruz gets a righty and he's hitting he's hitting leadoff today. Yeah. So absolute missiles that that guy can Yeah. Uh, when he uh, when he hit when he's actually hitting the baseball. Exactly. You know? Yep. Um I think Xander's interesting. Xander isn't proje- he's projected to hit at the top of the, the Padres lineup, right? Isn't that one of the the examples? Uh he's gonna hit yeah, he's gonna hit he's gonna hit at the top of the lineup. Yeah. So I mean at five K, I don't know if there's a lot of power there, but there's certainly like get on base score runs. Uh, for him, Seager we know has some pop against Aaron Nola. Um, Bichette's in the middle of that um, tier here against Mikolas at forty six hundred dollars. Um, I think that's kind of appealing to me as well. Um, but then after that, again, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, we used to we used to jokingly play Jorge Mateo last year just for his stolen base potential. Um, you know, is there anybody else down here? I mean, there are a few guys starting we talked about nick gordon already maybe he's your shortstop today you know volpe any interest yeah in both both yankees um oswaldo cabrera he is a switch hitter but he showed his power from the left side um and volpe are both i think in play um yeah. you know i i like them both as pump plays and and both you know part of your yankee stacks as well you use volpe volpe probably garners more attention because he's obviously the top prospect in the system um also like when you talk about stacks for anyone that's new to nmo dfs like if you use volpe that's your wraparound stack like you're he's on base when aaron judge comes up and when lemayhew comes up and when like the anthony rizzo comes up so i think volpe is better suited for yankee stacks and you know unless you're using like three, four, five, seven, or something like that, where you use Cabrera. So you can yep. use either of those guys. Volpe probably fits better. Um, I like Gordon better than both. 
to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I think you'll see Volby popular. One name value, Yankees, and yep. twenty five hundred dollars. So yeah, yeah, uh, you'll see that a lot. All right, outfield. We know just you know. Speaking of Yankees, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aaron Judge right there, sixty three hundred dollars. Yep. I mean, the guy just set the AL home run record. So uh, hard to argue with that. Oh, and Ronald Acuna. $5,700. We talked about it. Like there's enough mid tier pitching and some value. Like I'm not saying we haven't built a lineup yet, but like, could you conceivably play judge and, and Acuna in the same lineup today? I mean, it's I, if it's, it's possible. I don't know if it's worth it. Cause the pitching, sure. You know, like I feel like it's worth it getting, but maybe I'm off base too, like getting sure. two high price pitchers, but um, it's currently projected, John, just yeah. looking at our, um, which, you know, if you guys head over to fantasyalarm.com slash MLB slash draft percentage, our uh, ownership forecaster, Ronald Acuna and Byron Buxton are the two highest projected owned plays of today's slate on DraftKings. Yep, 100%. So yep. just just to show you, the Atlanta, two, four of the top 10 are Atlanta Braves today. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, that is that that's not really surprising. No, right? not surprising. No, not surprising at all, but just... Just for context, we I know like, I mean, people might not have might have not used the forecaster sure. or like, yeah. why do we keep saying the Braves are going to be popular? Obviously, Patrick Corbin, but like, just the ownership backs us too. They are going to be popular. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Um, all right, other guys down here in this mid tier. Uh, we talked about not knowing what Kluber's got Cedric Mullins, some power and speed potential there. Um, Soto down at the low fifty threes. A lot of people are expecting him to uh, have a bounce back uh, season this year. I think that's certainly um, in the cards, uh, for what's going to be going on, um, yep. you know, with, with him this year, um, you know, mid tier guys, you know, where are we kind of like keying in on our next outfield group? Uh, um, Yoshida's interesting, um, uh, with Kyle Gibson on the mound. I'm interested to see how his debut goes. I, I kind of like that spot. Um, the all the Reds outfielders, Fraley, as long as he's in the lineup, I'm I'm okay with him. Manny Margot, we know crushes lefties. He gets Erod. I I like that spot. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna play Harris, 3700, um, lefty lefty. I'll I'll pass on that. I know he's probably the one uh, guy or the guy I don't have interest in. But then there's right. a couple guys under like 3,600 range. Jerickson Profar, I, I don't know where he's going to hit, but I think it's going to be top of the order for Colorado. Yeah. And then Max Kepler leading off today. Um, I I like the Twins a whole bunch, truthfully. Okay. Like, the I don't know if they're, like, obviously the Braves are, like, my top stack. Yeah. You're just banking on going against uh, Greinke here. Most yeah. Of I mean, another year that Zen Greinke is <laughs> pitching in baseball is good for all opposing offenses. You see who's leading off for Washington, right? Our boy? Our boy Lane Thomas against a lefty. At home, too. at home. Lane Thomas at sure. home last year and against lefty. Yeah, it's a good that's a I mean, you know, maybe a little two man little two man game with uh <laughs> Lane Thomas and Heimer Candelario. Yeah, yeah, you know, just, just some bad uh some bad plays there. Uh listen, we're gonna play Lane Thomas at some point this year, just probably not against Max Fried. Probably, uh, probably not today. That's pro- I mean, today's not the day. Does Gallo uh, strike out today against Greinke, or like, what do we, uh, what do we think? Oh God. Um, I'm just kidding. We, could, don't, we don't need to waste breath on Gallo. Uh, I like Merrifield at three K. That's a good value. I, lo- I like I um, like the Red Sox guys. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I like Yoshida. I um, and I, dude, Trevor Larnich, just to just to you know. 
throw more flame or more gas in the fire, hitting fourth today for okay. the Twins. Okay. Okay. I don't mind that. I don't mind a little, that. Just a little more gas in the fire, you know? Uh, how about our, our other friends there, like TJ Fredo? Yep. Uh, and then uh, was it Jake Fraley? Were those the two guys we liked last year for? Uh, yep. Like both. They So they, um, Will Benson made the team. He's, I think he's going to play every day. He's a 24 year old, uh, big lefty. Has a lot of pop. Um, has some speed too. Okay. He had six stolen bases in the spring. He made the team. He's going to be their starting center fielder. 2K. Uh, if you want interest in some Reds. Will Benson. I'm expecting. Let's see if we have a Reds lineup yet. Um, do we have a Reds lineup yet? We do not. But I expect him to be in the lineup against the righty. Um, so you know, Stone Cold Mint, Stone Cold Mint salary there. We we definitely need like some salary relief. All right, let's build our lineup here. Then you you want to go two top guys? I want to go McClanahan for one of those. Guys. Okay, well let's go Corbin Burns McClanahan. Okay. Corbin Burns, McClanahan is our pitching here. That's a uh, forty-two hundred to play. Do you want to go Volpe here? Uh, I was thinking we could just start with Sean Murphy, thirty-four hundred, yeah. and then yeah, go that's from fine. there. M- Murphy works. Murphy a catcher, forty-three hundred to play moving forward. We do know that yeah. there's some value. There. Yeah, if we want to go Volpe, that works. Twenty-five hundred. Uh, we're gonna probably use Nick Gordon. Yeah. So here's the problem: we want to use Albies probably. Yeah, we want to use Albies. Yeah. Do you like Volpe or Nick Gordon? Well, we can see what we can do for our lineup, I guess, and we can pivot if we have to. How's that? Okay. okay. Um, what was our first base pick for today? Uh, you liked Rizzo. We didn't really care for much of the top guys. We considered maybe Vladdy against Mikulis, but it's not a great ballpark for him there. Yeah, Rizzo. Um, I mean, Matt Olson was the lefty-lefty spot there. Um, Corbin, Corbin sucks against both split. So, like, if you wanted to go... I think we're really going to be – it's going to be Braves, Yankees, Twins was really where we settled in. Okay. That, that's what it felt – that's what it like felt like to me while we were going through it. Also, Red Sox, I think, pro- warrant some love too. Yeah, I mentioned sure. Cassis just as a, pure, as a pure punt um, play there um, if we wanted to like take a look at that. I would – I would be – I'd be okay looking at that because – I think it's actually going to help us get Judge Acuna. So you want Cassis? I don't hate it. Okay. Cassis 29. We're at 52 a play. I'll just see. I'll plug Judge Acuna in now. We'll see where we're at. It's, we're going to have plenty of money. Uh, 4,400 player, third base and outfielder. And we're going to get Austin Riley at 46. Easy money. You, you, want, you want, yeah, Riley at 46. Yep. And then we have a $4,200 outfielder. This was. This is the easiest lineup ever going to make because the price, yeah. the price is never going to be this way again. They really won't. Um, you can so, do, you can do Verdugo and get him next. Get him with Cassis. So I want to. I I want either Kepler or, or Larnich here, and okay. then we can uh, adjust our lineup somewhere else. Okay. Kepler or Larnich? Um. Let's see. I'll uh, maybe Larnich maybe. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred, dude. Love that. Um, all right, then where are we moving? Um, I guess move off. Uh, Probably Cassis. Yeah, move off Cassis. Or, or, or 100 off or of Volpe. Rizzo. Big sad. Ugh. What about if we move off Volpe? Okay. Uh, Cassis. We have 4,200. Is that what the shortstop? Yeah, 4,200. We can play Gunner. Yeah, we can play Gunner. Gunner works. I like it. All right, that's your lineup. That's your example lineup for opening day here. We got uh, on the... Uh, 
the docket for everybody here. We got McClanahan, Burns, Murphy, Casas, Albies, Riley, Henderson, Judge, Acuna, Larnich. That's a, uh, a four-man Atlanta stack today. Uh, we got a one-off Aaron Judge, one-off Tristan Casas, Gunnar Henderson, and Trevor Larnich there for your lineups. Uh, opening day, playbook's out. Get into it. Get in the Discord if you're not already there and if you are new. Uh, take a look at the deal we got going on right now. Go to fantasy.com. Go to pricing. Use promo code MLB50. You save 50% off of the uh, of the first six months uh, of Holy our all-pro package. And that's not just How MLB. many months, John? First six months. months. First six Holy months. Holy So basically through the first month of the NFL season, you'll get everything off for 50% off uh, of your of your lineups there, uh, of, your, of your cost uh, there. So... Um, and that's for everything, not just MLB. It's the rest of NBA, uh, NHL, PGA, MMA, you name it. We're covering it. Uh, $19.98 a month for the first six months. If you use promo code MLB50 at checkout. So go check that out today. Sign up, get in our Discord, live access to us in the Discord channel, uh, answering your lineup questions, giving you all the up-to-date news. We got it there for you. Uh, for James and myself, good luck on opening day, everybody. We will uh, catch you guys later.